this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture and Fandom News. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and I'm joined this week by the lovely hosts of Bed, Wet, or Behead Pod, Carla and Meg. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Crowd goes wild. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> I crawled out of my cave for this. <laughs> wow. Count your blessings, everyone. I mean, <laughs> kind of a big deal. It is kind of, it is a big deal. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but this is a big deal, too, because this is our, f- I still can't get over that. We just started this, but this is our final mm-hmm. week of Christian Effing Bale Month. The best week. Well, yeah, but it's also the saddest week because it's over again. It just flipped and started. Yes, we still have Christian Bale B-Day trivia, but... I think Carla's going to be happy to have her futon back. <laughs> and her marshmallows. <laughs> and her marshmallows. Yes. I feel like he doesn't pay rent. <laughs> and in this economy, what the hell? He can afford it, too. Sir, you are a multimillionaire person. <laughs> Why are you freeloading on her futon? I am but a poor suburban mom. <laughs> Second, she has a child to put through college. <laughs> and she has to somehow survive Florida. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes there and does that. Shows up at 2.30 in the morning. Just nonsense. <laughs> steals the mom bucks. It's just the most ridiculous thing. This man is the most ridiculous human being on the planet who is definitely in my house right now. I recognize him. Like, he walked by. Yeah. I, You know, I saw him from roughly 10 feet away, so I definitely knew who he was. Totally. Did it bring back flashbacks? Well, I can ask you that yeah. later, Meg. So this is the last week of, Christ- of our third annual Christian Effing Bale Month, and we're wrapping it up on Friday with Public Enemies, which Meg was in. But before we get to the final Christian Bale Month episode of this year, I'm going to start by asking Carla, what is one thing in pop culture or fandom that you're into right now? I am very into, okay, I am into a sports thing. I know, I know. The the shock on your faces says it all. (laughs) I am into a sports thing. And so back last year, I guess we're going to go way into the Wayback Machine to when the Florida (laughs) Panthers first started. Because when the Panthers first started, there was like, it was like, you know, a tiny little team in Florida. Florida's not exactly known for loyal sports fans. And also it's hockey and people were like, hockey, but it's, it's South Florida. Why would that doesn't make any sense to us? It's cold. We don't understand. Why is there ice on the floor? Somebody pick up the ice. Ice goes and drinks. Anyway. Pick up the ice. <laughs> anyway, I used to go to hockey games with my friends. Eventually, it got to the point where I had season tickets to the Panthers back when things were affordable and I could actually do that. Coincidentally, I was also single and, you know, there were no children around. So things were a lot more affordable because that's how that goes. But. For the longest time, I just haven't had time for for my sports funness things in life. And 
I just stopped keeping up with with hockey altogether. Well, not really, because you know when the hockey pool comes around, I have to catch up on the whole season in like three days so I can fill out my bracket. So last year, we're members of a botanical garden in the area, and the Florida Panthers gave a bunch of tickets to the botanical garden, and it was first dip. So I got a couple of tickets for myself and for my son. And it took us to the game thinking, you know, it'll be fun. You know, like he hasn't really been to a sports game and whatever. So I thought, okay, let's do this. So we went, we had the best time. He was fascinated by it. He had the, just like, it was this huge thing for him. And for me too, because, you know, I had forgotten how much I love live hockey and I had just really forgotten how much the experience was so much fun for me. And of course, being super rusty at it meant I didn't remember all the rules. So thankfully, there was a, a hockey dad sitting next to us who was happy, was more than happy to explain to this child what all of these things going on meant because his mother is basically useless and has forgotten everything. So that's my 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 fandom thing that I'm into this week is the fandom of Florida Panthers hockey. And I, I have to say, I'm very impressed by how much the whole organization has grown and the fandom has grown as well. There are so many more fans in the stands now. It used to be a running joke that you would go to a, a Panthers game and there would always be more fans of the opposing team than of the actual Panthers. It also, however, meant that you would get bumped up to really good seats really easily, <laughs> which is no longer the case. I'm back in the nosebleeds where I belong. But it's great. Like we have Panthers t-shirts now. And when we go, we, we always have this thing where, oh, if you ever go to a Florida Panthers game, you never park at the, at the arena. You always park at Sargrass Mills and walk over because parking is 40 to 50 bucks and parking at the mall is free. So that's what we, we do now. We, we do our little, you know, mile to mile and a half to mile walk, depending on where you park. But it's great. <laughs> Because you have all these other fans walking with you and everybody's getting all excited and a buzz and all these people in their jerseys. And it's, it's, it's a great fun thing to experience now as a parent, bringing my kid to this place where I used to go with my friends. And if there were one thing is that I, I wish that my, my friends who are hockey fans didn't live so far away now because it would be so cool to go back with my friends now with our kids but i won't complain too much because i am loving this so much and i love how excited he is and that it's you know three days before the next game that we're going to and he's been peppering me with a thousand questions and i'm so happy i'm just just beaming with joy about this oh that's so that's sweet so sweet so meg what are you into right now so I am into the tragic mistake I made by agreeing to watch the Percy Jackson show with my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> because I love watching it with my kids. And so my oldest has very stubbornly refused to read the Percy Jackson books because I said I thought she would like them five <laughs> years ago, and she refuses. And but now she's thinking about reading them. But we're having a, a lot of time, a lot of fun watching them. It's just waiting to be able to all four of us get together and watch them between basketball practice and all the other things. My eleven-year-old is currently reading the first Percy Jackson book. So when we do sit down to watch it, I get to, and I've read them many years ago, but I get to hear all of her gasps and i don't know if that's how that happened <laughs> in real time with the show so i don't know that i'm ever gonna do this again <laughs> <laughs> but i'm really enjoying I'm, I'm i'm liking watching it with the kids and i'm liking having those kind of conversations going on after i love that it's kind of getting both my kids to read these books that i think are really good books and kind of get into that. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing. But it's been like, I feel like I need to try and cheat and watch it by myself. 
Yeah. I feel that. Because (laughs) because it is so stressful watching it with my kids. First of all, be like, hey, put your phone down. Let's watch the like watch it. Don't like play Monopoly on your phone while we're watching this and then ask me what just happened. (laughs) And then also please don't talk to me about what you think is going to happen that you're guessing, even though you've already read this part in the book. Like and it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. It takes two weeks to watch, so it's like we have two episodes and then nothing, and then two episodes and then nothing. And there's only been four or five episodes. <laughs> but I'm I am very much loving it. I just, it's just this is one of the not one of the first times or whatever, but this is since I've gotten a little older and their schedules have gotten so much busier. We don't have a lot of time to sit down as a family and watch something together, and especially not something that I personally have never seen. Usually, like, my kid's watching, my older kid is watching Chuck, and she's watching Grimm with us, and I've already seen that, so whatever. But I'm trying to watch this show with these little voices, and it's always fun. So <laughs> that that's it. And other than that, I've really just been watching Love It or List It and Expedition Unknown because I'm stressed, guys. <laughs> no, I get it. Well, I'm totally cheating here, but it's because they all three kind of they don't go together because they're not the sitting they're not the same in any way, shape, or form. But they go together because Saturday, I spent the day watching three movies, three movies. (laughs) I cannot believe I got three movies in. Yeah. Back to back to back, pretty much. I think I had space between them a little bit, but not much. But I started off watching the movie Bottoms, which I really, really enjoyed. It's, you know, everybody touts it as the female you know, the female fight club, but I think it's a lot more than that. But it's about, you know, two unpopular queer high school students start a fight club to have sex before graduation is kind of the premise. But there's a lot more to it. And what I appreciated so much about this movie, and I kept thinking, man, I wish I'd had something like this when I was a teenage girl, is there was so much empowerment in this movie. And even though there are a lot of scenes where they're beating each other up and, you know, they got bloody noses and black eyes and all this stuff, but it's never presented in this way where it feels gross and icky. And there's also a lot they learn about each other and themselves and love and all of that. And I just thought it was a really, really sweet movie, really funny. And yeah, so I recommend that one. That one's on, I watched it on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it there. And then right after that, I watched a movie that's nothing like it. (laughs) This is one that Meg cannot watch, and it's called The Passenger, and it's on MGM Plus. Not with Chris Pratt and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) And, oh, sorry, Bottoms is on MGM Plus. No, The Passenger is not with, that's not that one, (laughs) not at all. Uh, No, The Passenger is about a man who is forced to face his fears and confront his troubled past when he is basically forced to find a way to survive when his co-worker snaps and goes on a violent killing spree. So his co-worker snaps, I want to give a trigger warning, and shoots people he works with in a fast food place, except for this co-worker. And so he takes him hostage and all this other stuff happens. And the reason I liked this movie was it's so much more about character. And even though the bad guy, usually I think in a movie like this, they would make the bad guy end up being kind of like a hero in a way. And even though there are certain things that he does and he, you know, that you can kind of see there's probably some past with him that they don't explore, uh, which is fine. You're never, ever sympathetic to him. So I appreciated that. But it is very depressing watch for the most part and the shooting at the place of employment is very 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 graphic so i really really heads up on that that is where the most violence is is in that and that's in the first few minutes of it and then lastly this is totally different completely different than that i watched good grief dan levy's movie that he wrote and directed on Netflix. 
And that is about someone dealing with the loss of their husband who dies in an accident. Yeah, and it's just about that. It's about him and his friends and dealing with loss and grief and things he discovers about his husband after his husband has passed. And yeah, so I really enjoyed that one a lot, too. That one was really sweet, too. So then that one's on Netflix. I saw a preview for Good Grief and I was like, oh, my gosh, that looks like something I would enjoy. And then there was a silly reason why I haven't watched it yet. There's a silly reason why I want to watch Good Grief, aside from how much I love Dan Levy. And it's Himish Patel because of the movie Yesterday and how much I adore that movie. You'll really like him in this then. Oh, I'm so excited. At least I think you will. Yeah, I think you'll like that the friend dynamic because that's really more what it's about is the friend dynamic, in my opinion, than the other stuff. That's very exciting to me. I, I Anytime that he pops up in something, I'm like, oh, yay. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I cried at the end, though. I did cry at the end. I oh, it's cry. a crying movie? <laughs> Only for normal people, Carla. Okay, good. Whew, then I should be fine. <laughs> So I will sob in the first five minutes because I am also <laughs> not a normal person. I am a oh. weepy bitch. <laughs> yeah, I cry very easily, but surprisingly, I didn't cry until like the end. And then it just kind of hit me, I think. I got a little emo watching the trailer, so I know where, where this is happening. For me. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't cry at the other two movies. So. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised I didn't cry at certain parts of, of The Passenger, but no, I did not cry. But yeah, so there are three very different movies for you to choose from, everybody. Yay. Very different from each other. <laughs> <laughs> but I like them all. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, well, let's move on. Carla, what is one thing in pop culture or fandom that you are excited, upset, etc. about? I am very excited, etc., about <laughs> the upcoming movie Argyle. Yes, largely because it's about a cat, but also because it's about other stuff. And the other stuff sounds cool, sounds cool too, aside from it having a cat in it. But the, the premise is that Bryce Dallas Howard is an author whose stories are just disturbingly, disturbingly similar to things going on in an underground crime syndicate. And so people like these criminals start going after her. And then there's this guy who is tasked with protecting her and her cat. And it just looks so goofy and so much fun. And it's by the director of Kingsman and Kingsman. Those movies are nothing if not silly and goofy and fun. So <laughs> it, it, and it looks kind of like the, that it has that very stylized look to it which i enjoy when it's done right so i hope that they do it right for this film and it has like a really cool cast it's bryce ellis howard sam rockwell henry cavill john cena brian cranston ariana debose and samuel l jackson so like i, I it's either going to be the best movie ever or it's going to suck major balls but either way i'm here for it i i want to see either a good time or a complete conflagration I'm hoping it's the same kind of like Knives Out vibe. Yeah. Like this amazing, ridiculous situation. I can't wait to watch that and then watch it with my kid who really wants to see it so I can enjoy it and then watch it with my kid. <laughs> <laughs> These Gen Zers don't know how to behave in theaters, y'all. <laughs> And the style and the director of those Kingsman movies has a very specific stylized mm -hmm. version. It's kind of mm -hmm. similar in a way to not not Danny Boyle, but somebody else. And now I can't remember who it was that I'm trying to think of. Although it could be Danny Boyle too. But that the scene in the second Kingsman movie, you know, the church scene. Everybody knows that yes. scene where there's yes. the big <laughs> the gun fight. In the, oh my gosh, that, those movies are so ridiculous. 
I think there's a new one coming out that's going to be. I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm saying they're ridiculous. But, you know, I mean, I, I love, love Taron Edgerton. So I'm fine with watching. But I think there's going to be a new one that he's actually going to be in. He's coming back or something. I could be wrong. Anyway. <laughs> I know who's not coming back to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Pedro Pascal in one of them? Yeah, yeah, he was. He was in the I was gonna one. say, so, so we know which one is Meg's favorite film <laughs> of the King's. No, Island. it's not. The first one's my favorite. I yeah, do love Pedro. One's... I do love Pedro in the second one, but the first, there's just something. Look, I love Pedro. <laughs> Colin Firth, though, is like <laughs> Mr. Darcy. Yeah, like, he was an awakening for me. <laughs> <laughs> for young Meg. Young Meg watching the BBC Pride and Prejudice. If Colin Firth is in it, I'm good. I'm like, I'm a happy camper. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Well, Meg, on that note. <laughs> I'm into Colin Firth. <laughs> and Pedro. Are you excited about Colin Firth and Pedro right now? I'm excited about nothing. No, I'm just kidding. These days, what I'm really excited about is what my TikTok FYP is right now. And it's mostly. TikToks of sports commentators shitting on the Green Bay Packers through the season <laughs> and how terrible the Packers are and how Jordan Love isn't it and how the Cowboys were all like, yeah, yeah, sure, let's come down here and you can and we'll wipe your ass. like and the Packers kicking the living shit out of the Cowboys and winning more playoff games in AT and T Stadium than the Cowboys have. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, like, yeah, the the Cowboys were undefeated at home, but the Packers are also undefeated at AT&T. <laughs> so I very much enjoy that. I am not a big follower of football. I like I do like talking about a lot of stuff, but I mostly like talking about the bullshit that, and I, I'm going to sound like a bitter Packers fan, but the bullshit that the Packers and, like, and, and the Brewers in Wisconsin, because we're smaller markets, kind of get, and everyone is like, well, they're not that good, and they're such a young team, and Jordan Love has never been tested like this. <laughs> and like Dick Peterson like like this whole shebang about how this is the Cowboys year and the Cowboys have acted like they're the mid 90s Cowboys since the mid 90s and they're not it <laughs> they're not it I don't know if you guys like I don't know if you expected to hear sports talk from Meg today but <laughs> we got it from Carla so we got it from both of you yes. <laughs> Lots of sports we've had talk. so much more we've had 200% more sports talk just today <laughs> Then I think this podcast has had in its entire existence. The entire existence. But no, so what I've been enjoying in pop culture is drinking the tears of cowboy <laughs> fans who just couldn't possibly, like, I, I don't know if their memories are that short that they don't realize that the Packers beat the Cowboys in the playoffs every fucking time <laughs> we meet. Every time. And it's been beautiful and it's been wonderful because I hate the Cowboys. And I love to see them lose, even if it wasn't against the Packers, who everyone is like, mm, they're lucky to even be here. They're so young. They're so inexperienced. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. It could have been anybody. I just love to see the Cowboys lose. It's just so much sweeter. <laughs> when it's your home team. When it's my team. And then on as a bonus, I get to see Bears fans crying that we have a third mm quality quarterback in a row with the Packers and the, and everyone's like I don't understand how Green Bay does it I don't understand how Green Bay does it and it's like mm, they developed their like I could go on a whole thing I was really really <laughs> short this is why it was so short about one thing I've been to in, in fandom and pop culture so I could go on this weird Packers rant <laughs> because that is what I have been into I love that Carla started talking about sports too so I completely I know it's so funny <laughs> I want to begin alone of this. Do I think the Packers are going to beat the Niners? No, but I really <laughs> like, like, no. But that's okay, because we beat the Cowboys. And and we beat the Bears. And I just also want to just say one thing for my Chicago Bears fans who are listening right now about how y'all's playing the Packers at Lambeau is your Super Bowl, which is so funny, because if your Super Bowl is a regular season game... <laughs> I'm pretty sad. Saying that's all. That is Meg's little rant. I have been talking to my husband about football so much lately. I don't know if you can tell. Also, I got a tattoo. 
<laughs> the tattoo part just was like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm just what? Because I already knew. Well, I saw part. I saw it pop on my arm real quick while I was talking. But yeah, so that's that's what I've been really into. I've just been so, so into watching grown men cry on my TikTok oh. about a game. <laughs> that was hilarious. And we do have a lot of Chicago Bears fans that do listen to us. So Do better, Chicago. Hey, I'm a Cubs fan, so I almost feel like I should be a Bears fan, but I don't, I'm not a football person. But I'm a Cubs fan. I'm a huge Cubs fan. Cubs and Brewers, that's a legit rivalry. I don't think you can call Bears and Packers a rivalry anymore. <laughs> I just don't think you can. I can't wait for you to get angry messages. <laughs> I love crossover what? between sport ball and this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be men who are listening while their wives in the car are listening to this podcast. I'm like, Who's yeah, that I listened to your podcast this week and I heard that girl Meg, no, that gal Meg. Talking about the, female the, bear, the bears. <laughs> the bears. That female the bears. I bet she can't even name five football players. <laughs> <laughs> and sir, you may be right, but you're also wrong. Hey, you know what? All I can say is I hope the Jets are really excited for their quarterback they're going to get in 15 years. And I hope the Vikings are excited about the quarterback they're going to get in 16 years. <laughs> Oh, so wow. true. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my shit talk. That was hilarious. So I, I am not going to be mentioning sports. Instead, this this was not going to be my thing, but then it happened today. I am having so much fun with the trailer for Jennifer Lopez's This Is Me Now, the film. I The, the reaction to this trailer is so hilarious because if you haven't seen it, I'm going to put the link in the show notes because you have to watch it. Come over to our Discord server and join us in discussing this ridiculousness because if I can quote you, Carla, Carla watched it and said, these perfume, I don't have the Discord pulled, these perfume ads have gone way too far. Have gone too <laughs> yeah, far. something like that. These <laughs> per- perfume ads have really gotten out of hand. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, I've got to pull up the IMDb description of this because <laughs> you watch this trailer and it's like Jennifer Lopez is getting married, being called a sex addict, getting married again, dancing. She's in a futuristic place. Then she's reenacting singing in the rain, and then all this other stuff. And then you see in the credits, so Ben Affleck is supposed to appear in this somewhere. And this is supposed to be kind of autobiographical about her. And so I'm like, so is he going to be in the very end? Is he the one that's that's driving the motorcycle? Or is this her way of breaking up with him? Or (laughs) This this movie starts with Gili. ends now so it's actually gonna all be ben affleck (laughs) (laughs) but this is from imdb this is an intimate reflection and highly visual reimagining of jennifer lopez's journey of self-healing and everlasting belief in fairy tale endings (laughs) this is most self-righteous yes i need everybody to go and watch this trailer because you will oh, come away weird. with many questions like why and also why. <laughs> why? But more importantly, most importantly, in honor of her Boricua heritage, por qué? <laughs> I just, I want to let studios know, we just want more rom-coms. We just. This is a rom-com. No, way, it's not. Meg. It's not. It's not. It's one person's self-aggrandizement. <laughs> And be like, I believe in fairy tale endings. It helps to have many millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to watch two regular people fall in love. Give me my indies, I guess. I think romances, romantic comedies, and other things are coming I back hope this year, actually. I think they are. But one scene in this trailer that gets me the most is there's a scene where I guess maybe she's in group therapy. I don't know. They're in a gymnasium, it looks like. And they're sitting around in a circle. And she's like, and it's and the music's all serious and she's all serious. She's like, I've been having trouble sleeping lately, but I've always had trouble sleeping. Ever since I was a little girl, I could never fall asleep. And I shared a room with my sister and my sister would fall asleep like that. And I'd watch my sister and go, I don't understand this. I don't understand how you just fall asleep or something along those lines. And it's like, 
what the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry. Imagine, imagine you're walking into a support group and there is Jennifer Lopez and a fucking camera crew. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I feel so safe to talk about my issues. Right. To be part of your highly visual. But I think that the most important thing that nobody has yet discussed and I'm really disappointed in everybody that nobody has brought up the wedding dress. Oh my god! It's this, the wedding dress. This, <laughs> this dress that that has what? that has heart cutouts in the weirdest places, and you're like, did Panina Tournay design this thing? And if she did, why are there more jewels? Like it, it's a dress that if if you watch Say Yes to the Dress, you will completely understand my Panina Tournay reference, and you will appreciate everything that I just said. But yes, it is a ridiculous dress. And I was sitting there like, I don't understand anything really about this, but especially the dress makes no sense. Yeah. But but her but her friends are getting a kick out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I am into this because it was just like so many people on Twitter are like, I cannot stop watching this trailer. This is what is this? What is this? Is this even real? What is this even about? And so I know it's going to be very successful because people are going to watch it just to watch. I know I'm going to watch it, okay? I'm not going to lie here <laughs> yeah. and, lie and say, I'm not going to watch this. I'm going to watch it for the sheer, sheer amusement of it. But it just, I just, it's one of those moments where for once on social media and everywhere, people are kind of coming together, agreeing about the ridiculousness of it and celebrating that. And it's just a nice, joyful moment to have, especially like, seeing the reactions on Twitter and Twitter is such a cesspool that mm -hmm. it was like reminiscent of days gone by. <laughs> the so, good old days. Yeah. Of the, you know, the dress fiascos and the Walmos <laughs> and those kind of days that are so long gone and will never come back. So yeah. So that's what, that's what I'm excited about. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I'm overwhelmed, which is what I wrote in my outline for everybody for today. So instead of trying to find a topic to really talk about, and because it has been freezing where I am and where Meg is, and where a lot of people are, <laughs> a big, big portion of the United States and Canada is freezing too, is dealing with that. And so I'm just wondering if there is a movie or a show or a song or even a book that you enjoy more during the chilly months. And for you, Carla, since, you know, you're not in the cold, I mean, you're going to say you're in the cold, but you're so not in the she, cold. She's going to debate that. Goes, it only hits 70 degrees today. <laughs> but is there something maybe that makes you feel like, like you're imagining that you're in that winter wonderland that you're not in? So since I'm starting with you. <laughs> Erin, I am so glad that you asked this question <laughs> because I will tell you that when I am feeling particularly warm and particularly tropical because I live in Florida and that's how it feels all but two weeks of the year, and we've already had our two weeks of cold, so who knows what the rest <laughs> of the year entails, judging by last July and how hellish it was, I turn on my delicious, wonderful embrace of of fake winter air that is the movie Eurovision set in Iceland and it has it features glaciers it has this moment this gorgeous beautiful touching moment where Lars and Sigrid played by Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams are frolicking around through a waterfall and the the the, the cold Icelandic landscape and there are a lot of big fuzzy coats and a lot of big fuzzy boots and cozy looking sweaters. So yeah, that is my go-to for when I feel like, oh, I, I feel like there, there needs to be a nip in the air and there is none to be had here unless you go to Costco and go get the produce in that specific little area where they have the produce where it's super duper cold and you go in there and you're like, oh, 
do I really need green beans this badly? I kind of do. I will just suck it up and go through and then come back out. I'm turning the AC down to 68. So uh, I no, that's that's chilly. too cold. That's too cold. Like the lowest will go is 73. Thank you very much. Oh my God. I would be dying. You wouldn't. <laughs> not here. You'd be like, oh, th- this is plenty. <laughs> no, thank you. Not for me. It's actually feeling kind of balmy for me. It's like 20 plus degrees warmer today than it was yesterday. It's not saying See, much, then I don't know why you're complaining. Today is 12 degrees and yesterday was negative 11. <laughs> Ew. And, Stop but making next it up week worse. it's going to be a downright heat wave. We're going to be in our in the 30s. So it's going to be like <laughs> back to sweater weather and not full coat. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. I thought you were going to say while you were sleeping. That's one of my, like... that. You know what? I was going to say that, too. And then I was like, lately it's been Eurovision, so we're going to go with that. I, I do love while you were sleeping on Christmas time. Um, I don't have a specific thing. Just here in Wisconsin, it does get quite cold. There is frost inside my front door at the moment, and that's just because I need a new front door. But it really is kind of my time to... Unplug isn't quite the right word, but I don't watch as much TV or watch as many movies when it's colder out. I feel like I we build the fire, I get some wine or I get some coffee, and I just like to read. I like to read books that have been on my shelf for a long time. I think I talked before about like our favorites, the best of 2023. I had like six books that I bought to read in the two weeks I had off, and then my kids bought me like four or five more and then I bought more because I'm a trash person but I do I like to just kind of sit by the fire and I just like to read and I usually read I don't read like big themes except this year I was reading a lot of Christmas rom-coms it was like reading a Hallmark movie (laughs) which is great and yeah that's just kind of what I like to do it's also a time that I like do a little bit more like coloring in color in like adult coloring books i kind of like to do that or working on puzzles or i keep i keep learning how to knit and (laughs) and knitting and i do it but the trouble is is i cannot knit and read so it it's very difficult i can knit and watch tv at the same time but i can't knit and read and i'm really like i try and read more when i'm in the cold i don't know why it's just for the aesthetic no, I get that the wrapping up and I get co- I get very cozy. I get on my shades. I build. I make my. I don't build. I make my husband build me a fire, and I and I do. And I will just sit there and I will legitimately from morning until from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. I will just read. I've been known to read two books in a day because it's just it's something that I really like to do. And I feel like it's hard to find that time when it's so nice out. And everyone is like, "Well, it's nice out. You better be outside doing something." So then I go outside and read. (laughs) (laughs) But other than Christmas movies and stuff like that, after Christmas, it's much more just like quiet time, I guess, in the winter, just kind of resetting and doing like diamond art and reading and shit like that. So and awesome. Watching the Packers beat the Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I have to bring that in again. <laughs> I I do. I'm waiting to hear if a friend is having a party for Saturday so we can watch the Packers probably lose against the Niners. But that's also very fun. I like watch. I mostly like watching my family because everyone in my family is a bigger football fan than I am. So I really do though like watching them all get very excited and very upset because I am me. Like, that's how I feel watching my shows. <laughs> so it here, it has been like we've had wind, chill, wind chills of like negative 38, you know, really bad. Like Fergie loves the snow and loves the cold, but it's even it has even been too cold for her. It mm-hmm. did warm up yesterday afternoon, though. Like we had like a huge temperature jump and it ended up being like. 30, so we're actually doing better than you are now, Meg. We're like, today we were in the 40s. We're supposed to actually get up into the 50s next week. So we're having a nice warm up. It feels like <laughs> hot out because it's yeah. been so cold. But this is kind of like a go-to movie that I have that used to be my comfort film 
And so I kind of just, it kind of for me fits this and it may sound weird, but the Father of the Bride remake with Steve Martin, I love that movie so much. And I understand there are problematic elements, but it's still, it just makes me happy. And I think Steve Martin is so good in it. And I love Diane Keaton in it as well. And I just, it just makes me happy. It just, I, I can be really in the worst mood in the world. And that movie makes me happy. Everything about it. It's like a warm hug to me. And there's snow in it. So that's kind of how it fits into the season. <laughs> it's like one of the first times it snows in California. They get the snow like right it. near her wedding. And I, yeah, it's such a, I just, I adore it so much. And there's just. So many scenes with Steve Martin that are so funny and that crack me up still each time I watch them. It's even the like when he goes to the grocery store and he needs to get the hot dogs and the hot dog buns and they don't match. And he's like, why don't you sell them? We have the right number of hot dog buns and the right number of hot dogs. And he's having the, you know, he's falling apart over that and all of the stuff. He just it's does that so point. well. Yeah, I agree. It is. <laughs> it's a very it makes no point. sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> But I just, I love that movie. I mean, I just, it warms up my heart. So that is the one that for me is like a warm hug on a cold winter day. And I just, I, yeah, I just I adore it. So this has been a ton of fun. See, Meg? See? 45 minutes. Do we do it? Oh 46. my God. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> We are going to wrap this episode up and I'm going to have my lovely panelists tell me where they can be found and where the podcast that they co-host together, Bedwetter Behead, can be found. Carla. You can find Bedwetter Behead wherever you get your podcasts. Any podcast that you can find, you can find Bedwetter Behead. Probably. Just look for it. What does it hurt? You can find our social media, quote unquote, presence on Twitter at Pod. On Instagram at bed.wet.behead.pod. On TikTok, we are at bedwetbeheadpod. You can find me, my art, and my musings on TikTok and Instagram at carlatemis or my website, carlatemis.com. That's C-A-R-L-A-T-E-M-I-S dot com. You know what, you, you know what episode you, you should do as like a comeback episode? I don't know if you'll be able to do it before the Super Bowl. Probably not, but you should do an episode. <laughs> So, that's the most adorable thing I've ever heard. You should do an episode about some football movie or football show and do a bedwetter behead with that. That's what that is do. so cool. Next year we'll do Remember the Titans. No, oh my god. <laughs> I would marry I would marry Denzel Washington. <laughs> like like it wouldn't even be a question. <laughs> and his character. <laughs> So, but no, you should do that as like a thing. I love that idea. Thing. See, see? Yes, yeah, Jerry Maguire and other football movies. At <laughs> <laughs> any given so it's not we we could maybe look at doing something for baseball. There's baseball. <laughs> baseball, yeah. In the spring, there's lots of baseball movies. Yes, but you do yes. realize that it's baseball. I love baseball. I love I don't baseball. know what you're talking baseball about. Baseball is so good. Oh, baseball. For love of, for love of the game is my favorite sports movie ever look my brain just shut down as soon as i I, you started talking baseball i'm like i'm out major league back to the minors we'll do tin (laughs) cup and it'll be the easiest conversation (laughs) we've ever had but yeah you should do that so so meg yeah until you do that episode which you will do but i want to make sure everybody does follow them listen to their back catalog if you haven't already like i've mentioned last week a couple of times they did a christian effing bail episode so go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But Meg, in the meantime, where can they find you other than on Bedwetter Behead Pod? I'm going to be honest, not a lot of places. I'm not really big in the social media sphere these days. If you want to see, I guess if you want to see my reposts of TikToks of people making fun of Cowboys fans recently and other things, you can find me on TikTok as well as on all social media as at Wisconsinac, which is W-I-S-C-O-N-S-E-N-S-E-N-A-C-H. <laughs> wow, it's been a while, y'all. But yeah, I just, I haven't, like, 
Twitter is is was my main thing that I was vibing on and and hanging out on, and it's just not the same anymore. So I haven't really done a lot of that. But yeah, my my TikTok these days is reposts of laughing at Cowboys fans. So I guess if that's your jam, <laughs> if you want to do that. And then, like, see, reposts about the Kelsey brothers because I love Jason Kelsey a lot. And Travis is all right, too. There, That's it. You know, you can follow me and I can send you a ridiculous number of TikTok videos. You can ask Carla how much I abuse her in in TikToks. <laughs> we abuse each other's TikToks, TikTok DMs. Yes. And, it's and mutual it's, and consensual. It's the best thing ever. But yeah. So at Wisconsin, at, at the usual things, I just, I've been a hermit. Real life has, has gotten in the way of online life for the past year or so. Hey, that's fine. Most social media is awful, except for TikTok, frankly. TikTok and Instagram right? are the only places that I'm at anymore. And Discord. I still don't understand Instagram. I don't know why. I've grown to understand it. Like, why, I do I, why do I always have to post pictures? Like, who wants to see? No one wants to see the dumb shit I take pictures of. Uh, but no, I've grown, to, I've grown to like it. But, but TikTok is, is my favorite. Well, this is Aaron, and remember, you want to follow Fergie, the cute dog, Fergie, at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R-A-N-D-F-E-R-G-S. It's long, but it's worth it. She loves horror movies. She loves the snow. I posted a video around Christmas time because she was so happy because it snowed on Christmas, and she got very excited about that. We watched Public Enemies together last night. She fell asleep and was snoring. I don't don't take that as a criticism of the movie, Meg, or your performance, Meg, <laughs> in the courtroom scene. I was what <laughs> held that whole movie together. Yes, but it was just because I think like the it had the violence had died down, and she likes the horror, so she had fallen asleep. There wasn't enough shooting. Yeah, yeah, I think she wanted more, even more, more, even, even more shooting. Excuse me, but be sure to follow her. The link is in our show notes too, because I know it's a long name. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter. Yes, we're still over there at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram and threads and TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. If you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, feel free to reach out to us at itsafandomthingpod.com. Click the Contact Us button there. That'll shoot me an email, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And while you're there, consider becoming a Patreon supporter today for as little as 3 bucks a month. You get ad-free episodes, so you don't hear any ads. Bonus content. You get us. You get to help us decide, because by now you will know who the nominees are, but you get to help us decide some of the nominees in the Fandom Choice Awards that are annual and a bunch of other great stuff. So head on over to the Support Us tab on our website or the link in our show notes. And on Friday's episode, Public Enemies, we're wrapping up Christian Bale Month. I get depressed every year when this happens. And this year it seems so short that it's extra depressing. I'm really glad that the sigh and sadness was because it's the end of the month and not because you had to watch this goddamn movie to appease me. <laughs> no, it's because it's the end of Christian Bale month. Seriously, I get so depressed about that. If I had the time and I could start a fourth podcast, I'd start a Christian Bale part podcast, but I can't do that. So I'm not doing that, Aaron. Shut up, Aaron. Okay. So I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> it's not happening. You'd I cannot be so do careful. That. You'd have to be like, it's a Christian thing. And then you'd have such a wild. He would have some very confused followers. <laughs> I kind of want you to do it now just for that. I'm just picturing the comments and the one-star review. I don't understand what this has to do with Jesus. This is false advertisement. This is not what I was told this was going to be. Praying for you. I'm already assuming that, that all those people leaving you angry reviews are going to be like Southern Baptists. Oh, no. 100% evangelicals, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. That's not well, the message of Christ. Yeah. Let's stop before I get tempted and I end up doing this. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I do not have the time to start a fourth podcast. I told myself I'm cutting myself off at three. Is three three is it? I can stop. I can stop anytime I want. I've been yeah. another podcast loose and started to Christian three. <laughs> can I talk to you about our Lord and Savior, Christian Bale? <laughs> he can be anything you want him to be. <laughs> No one will be more dedicated to the role of your savior than Christian Bale. This is so true, though. That's actually, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> Christian, you could have started a cult, man. <laughs> what have you, why have you wasted your time and your life acting? <sighs> but, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up before I do end up starting this podcast. She's going to do it, you guys. No. It could be. It's a Christian fucking bail month all year long. So we're ending it now. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and stop Asian hate. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.